Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back to the Sort of Truth podcast, the alcohol-fueled chapter-by-chapter reread of the Sort of Truth series with a fireplace, mm. a whole-ass fireplace full of craft brew on the side. Seems dangerous, but okay. <laughs> what could go <laughs> wrong putting alcohol in flame? Mm. I don't I don't know. Be perfectly I, fine. <laughs> I've drank some that I, I feel like would probably... Make that a larger fire than you intended. (laughs) I am Nate. And I'm Jade. And on this episode, we are glamorizing chapter 49 of Blood of the Fold. (laughs) I know what it means, but at the same time, I'm like, what are we going to do to make it better? Mm. Um, It's just us. Like, we are here talking about it. It's literally what we do every episode. That's what we're we're going to do. We, like, bedazzle every episode. You had me until bedazzled, but I I like the concept, so cheers. Yeah. And cheers to all of you. Thank you so much for joining us. But before we get into our episode tonight, we wanted to talk to you again about Four Acre Freedom. They are a family-owned and operated one-stop shop for pretty much everything you need. I know we've talked to you guys about it before. They have shirts, hoodies, beer cozies. They can do custom woodwork, leather work. Yeah, they really do a little bit of everything. I'm actually inquiring about 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 a leather guitar strap. Custom made. You can get all sorts of stuff on it. Like literally whatever you can think of can be done. They'll come up with some way to make you happy. Yeah. Yes, they will. Everything they do is of the best quality and it's literally all handmade. The value is there, and the quality is there. Everything they do is fucking awesome, and you should check them out for yourself. Christmas through Lowell will be in November 19th, 20th, and the 21st, and they are going to be located in the Green Ridge Realty Building. If you want to go see them and you're in Michigan, you should take a little visit out there. Yeah. Otherwise, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course, fouracrefreedom.com. High quality, handmade. Nope. High quality, Handcrafted. Handcrafted. That's <laughs> yes. right. It is. It has since changed. We actually coined that term right here on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, thank you very much. And they enjoyed it so much that they started to use it as their actual. And then they tweaked it to make it better. But that's yeah, well, fine. yeah. They then so, that's then they should. And they should. <laughs> so high quality handcrafted. Handcrafted is the is the slogan. So go check them out 
after you listen to this podcast. Yeah. I know that you don't want to leave us. I mean, I guess you could do both if you... Because audio. If they listened in so, the car, they could feasibly listen on the way there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There so, you go. I was thinking you were going to say something like they could also be looking it up on their phone. But then I was like, no, that's not safe. You can't do that. Not not while driving. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? I'm ready. I feel good about this one. Good. Pumped up. Yeah? Yeah. Good. And we need to be pumped up because this chapter is intense as Fuck. Oh, shit's, shit's leading to a very intense climax. Oh, yeah. We're like, the drums have stopped, but I feel like they've also started. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, metaphorically, the drums have begun. Yeah, like the music, the background music in a, like a movie has started to get more intense. So the drums have stopped, but that, the other drums have started. Never mind. I thought you said the drums were done. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Those were the travel drums. <laughs> they've stopped. The battle drummers have started yeah. now. Yeah, that's why so, they're more intense. There's like six of yeah, them. Just slightly faster. <laughs> so it gives everybody an instant headache. These are snare drums. <laughs> so Addie and Kaylin are making plans to escape. They figure their best chance is to get rid of Lunetta's pretties, which pretty much has to be the source of her power. Right? Yeah. She's wrapped in it all the time. Addie says it's fucking weird. She's obsessed with them. Yeah, she's got to have a talisman of some kind to make that work. And so obviously that's what it is. So if they fail, if their escape doesn't work and they end up dying, worst case scenario, then Richard won't have to put himself in danger to come rescue them. But he's only thinking of her. Never once has Richard been like, oh, I sure hope Hattie's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, we got to find Kaylin. Well, I also think it's interesting because she's not thinking about like time lag here. Like, <laughs> no matter what happens, it, when, do, when does she think he's going to find out that she's there? Like, at some point, he's going to hear, oh, Kaylin was kidnapped and he's going to come after her. It's probably not going to be after she died. And he, again, will probably want revenge. So, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, most likely. Somebody's going to die. I mean, I get her thinking. She's like, oh, if I'm dead, he won't come. But I, I just, that's. But yeah, but what you're saying is, but how long until he knows that you, you have died? Yeah. He I, just figured out you weren't dead. Yeah. I mean, like. Not just, but you know. For instance, he just found out that she was there. I mean, granted, he got a sliff, so he was there really quick. But she's like, I don't know. Oh, he'll find out I died. And so it won't, it'll be fine. Not thinking that he could have found out two weeks ago that she was kidnapped. And already be on his fucking way. And it wouldn't matter if she died. He'd already be on his way. Which is kind of what happened. <laughs> yeah, in a way. So when Toby and Lunetta enter the room, Kalen spits in his face and then kicks him in the nuts. Fuck you, Toby. Yeah. I mean, just... I thought I had enough of the spitting on people. From the last, oh, yeah, you know, there is a lot of spitting in yeah. the book. I didn't realize it, that. Right here specifically. It's not everywhere in the book, but like a lot of that happened. <laughs> so I, I don't really know what to make of it. But yeah, spits in his face, kicks him in the balls while Addie grabs Lunetta's pretties and throws them into the fire. Oh, yeah. This was like perfectly executed. It worked. I was like, oh, they're going to fail at first, but they didn't. They were like, it fucking, they got the pretties in the fire. Now, am I right? Because it it says something about how she rolled her out of her clothes. 
does she take like the whole dress with all the pretties attached to it and throw it in there? Or does she just get like a fistful and throw them in there? I am thinking that, well, I I think that Lunetta has a dress on underneath her pretties. Maybe not like a full dress. Like here in a minute, they say that she's wearing like a slip, I think. Oh, a shift. So like a night shirt underneath yeah. her clothes. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I kind of, fi- I don't know. I kind of figured her pretties were more like a shawl, like a large one that has grown exponentially and now covers her entirely. Oh, see, I always picture them like attached to a dress, which makes sense if, you know, she's wearing a, like a shawl or shift. That's what it was underneath a shawl and something completely different. So then that comes off and gets thrown into the fire, and then she has something on underneath it, so she's not, like, naked wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I just kind of pictured on, like, a stitched-together quilt that she has fashioned around herself to be able to wear. I guess that doesn't make a lot... Like, it has to be able to be sealed somehow, I guess, because she's able to move her hands and things, so... I don't know. That's just kind of how I pictured it. So it, it probably is more of a dress, but maybe it's just not sealed super tight because she does get rolled right the fuck out of it real quick. Yeah, it doesn't seem to take very much effort. Yeah. Oh, wow. The house is coming down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when that happens, Lunetta is transformed into a hot older lady. Damn. Damn! <laughs> And Toby gets so mad at her because she's obviously performing a glamour in front of other people. I'm going to read that back. Mm. He's mad because she is performing a glamour in front of other people. Because he doesn't get mad when she does it when they're alone. For him, right. That's th- that. Like We know that there was some weird incesty stuff going on yeah. there between them. So... Am I supposed to take that to mean that obviously she puts a glamour on herself for when she's with him that way? Yeah, I mean, she's mentioned it once or twice before that she could do it to herself. But I think uh, the implications here is, right, that she loses her little pretties and then becomes Mm -hmm. hot because she's not being dampened by the pretties anymore. It's not containing it. So this is her actual... True form. The power around her has been broken. This is what she really looks like. So, okay. So does that mean when she applies the glamour to herself for Toby's sake? Quote, unquote, right. But that's the point. Yeah. It's not a glamour. That's what she really looks like, probably. Okay. She's performing. Kind of sorry I asked, but you know. I think, and then she's performing the glamour all the time when she's around other people. On herself to make herself look ugly, like the quote, you know, like the magic actually makes her look. That's how she actually looks, according to Toby, because of the magic is vile and makes her ugly. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's the keeper's taint. Yes. The taint <laughs> is making her it. ugly. I knew you were going to yes. laugh. <laughs> right. But that's what it's, I think you're right. I think it's supposed to symbolize that she's tainted from the, I got another one in, from the magic. <laughs> and so that's making her maybe not ugly, but like less than pretty. Yeah. You know. So Toby gets so mad about this. He gets so mad that he has a pretty sister that he shoots lightning from his hands. Mm. And he's he's even so mad that he's not even aiming. 
Well, yeah, he's just like shooting off randomly. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sees his sister without, you know, looking hot. And, never mind. Never mind. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He shoots lightning everywhere. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that kind of fucked me up. <laughs> so, yeah, Toby has the gift. And, of course, he blames Looney Lunetta for this. Right. I didn't do it. You did it. Now, we kind of knew, though, that Toby had the gift. Like, we didn't know, know that he could shoot fucking lightning out of his hands. But he broke the spell with Kaylin. Yep. So, and, like, the prophecy or whatever the fuck was, like, only... Or no, the spell, the way the spell works is only a gifted man could break it. By saying the name it. out loud and he right. did it and like right. it was, yeah. Yeah, because he had magic. You know so what? So we kind of suspected was that anyways. so much earlier in the book that that we did suspect it, but it hadn't really re-registered with me until you just now said that. Yeah. That we totally knew right off the bat that something was off about him. And like, I know this book. I know this was coming. Yeah. And yet this whole time I had not considered that. Not even once. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I maybe remembered it. But I think part of me was always like, that bitch is hiding his <laughs> magic side. Or he it, like, apparently he doesn't actually fucking know about it. Because he's like super like, oh, you fucking did it, Lunetta. Yeah. That wasn't me. He seemed pretty surprised. And he's surprised enough to smash her head into the floor repeatedly because apparently he's a terrible shot with the the lightning. Mm. And uh, she explains how this came to be. While this happens, as a little aside, Kaylin is like telling him to not do this mm. and talking to Lunetta. And she tells her that her name actually means little moon. Because he says Looney Lunetta, and she's like, it doesn't mean that. It means Little Moon. Uh, yeah. Is that it the was... most important? Yeah, it felt random to me. <laughs> A little. No, I, I, maybe she's trying to be nice. You yeah. Know, hey, I'm not really the best. Look at what your brother's doing. Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> don't, don't fuck that guy. Well, mm, you, well you should see, not associate with him anymore. But... <laughs> I don't think knowing that my name means Little Moon technically uh, erases the nickname. Like, that doesn't make the nickname not valid. Not that I'm saying she is Looney Lunetta, but, like, her name still sounds kind of like Looney. So they're still going to use that? You know what I mean? It, like, okay, Kaylin, thank you for your input. Right. Great. It means that. Neat. I'm going to continue getting my head bashed in right now. Mm-mm. You know, I, I just wanted to, to add something, too, before we move on, that Toby should have been named Nathan. Care to wager why or guess why? I, you could just tell me. You know what Nathan means? A gift from God. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But- so other people think it. I'm kind of legit over here. Would you want Not really. Him on our list of <laughs> like we already have a first best. No, I don't want to. a second best. I don't really want to end up on any lists. I would prefer it that way, but you oh. know, well, just weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, the story. When they were younger, the Sisters of the Light came for Toby because he's got the <laughs> gift, and we know they. Oh, gross! That's what they do. <laughs> Sorry. I'm so sorry. 
sorry. You're I'm just, so sorry. wow. I'm so sorry. I think that's three for three now. I'm so Hot sorry. Hot takes from Jade. It wasn't because, never mind. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, no, please. Please explain yourself. No. I'm sorry. We would all love to hear. I'm just going to apologize. <laughs> I should not have said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I just laughed. I'm sorry. No, you really didn't. It just, you implied and it was funny. <laughs> and so I had to give you a hard time. <laughs> okay, so Lunetta and Mama killed the sisters. And Mama made Lunetta swear to never let Toby use his power or else the sisters would come back for him again. Hmm? No, no, I can't. Now. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and I mean they they don't want that. They're going to take him away and of course they teach people the gift which is apparently evil mm -hmm. and all bad things will happen. Yeah. Can't let that happen. It's bad. Puts a, a glamour on her and like sends them off as a pair. It sounds mm -hmm. like so she can always be with him no matter what. Probably I'm told Toby you take care of your sister. Yeah, it's kind of unclear what happens to Ma. It sounds like she died at some point or sent the... I don't really know because Toby's the, the chosen one. He's going to be the special one. So Lunetta has to watch his ass forever. <laughs> so after hearing this, Toby's brain completely shatters. And he comes to the only conclusion that a guy like him could, obviously, and this is quite obvious and makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. Toby is the creator. Mm. He's the guy that's going to sit in judgment mm. of all mankind. And, and as this, because on the Audible, I'm listening to this, and the only thing I can picture is the guy from the movie, fuck, I don't even remember the name of it, with Tom Hanks in the boat, when the guy's like, look at me, look at me, I'm the creator now. Oh, that's, uh, I don't think I've even watched that. That's that pirate movie. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. It doesn't matter what the name. Yeah. Every, everybody listening to this has seen, because that was on the preview, has seen that scene yeah. somewhere. Yeah. That's what's in my head. Toby's like, hey, mm -mm, I'm the creator. me now. I just feel like the whole scene was like, I don't know, the worst kind of hypocritical because he's like, oh, now, because I want to use it, it's okay for me. It was not okay for thee, but it's okay for me uh, like type of bullshit. <laughs> type of bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm special. Yeah. Like, I'm special and I get my way. You're evil. Because mama said so. Yeah, but I I know better. So <laughs> I can do this thing. Right. Nobody else. Nobody else. So knowing this can't be true, and assuming then that Toby is a baneling because Lunetta has literally been been taught or trained to, you know, they have to get rid of banelings. What the fuck is her point if she's not getting rid of banelings? And if her brother has the gift and he's crazy, then he's the enemy and she has to kill him. This whole thing uh, was very quick and amazing to me, the way that it flipped around. Because there's been so many instances of people being like, Lunetta, hey, your brother's crazy. You don't have to deal with this snap out of it and she's been like no there's been no sign of her like wavering a little bit i think she's been pressed hard once 
Yeah. By Kaylin and Addie when they were in the coach talking to her and kind of like feeling out where she was. She got a little, uh, you know, confused while they were talking. Yeah. But that's the only sign of any sort of wavering yeah, that we've is, had. The sisters that's it. offered a place to her, and she was like, "No, yeah, strong, fuck no." no. Yeah, and that was just the other day. <laughs> so yeah, it just it's, it's amazing to me how like quickly like she doesn't give Toby any time to process the fact that she lied to him his entire life, and he does have magic, and now he has to like pick up that. Granted, he's fucking crazy. Okay? You're a wizard, Toby. And he t- yeah. <laughs> And he, he's taking it to a crazy place immediately. It would have been a much different story had Harry Potter went down <laughs> like this. Sorry. <laughs> but she doesn't give him a chance to be like, hey, Tobes, Tobes, we got to ha- have a little chit chat and just like relax. And you like. Or if she calls him Tobes, chit chat's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tobes, we got to have a chat. <laughs> Just real as brief real quick. of everything as you can. Yeah, we gotta have a chat real quick. So, <laughs> you know, and you know, and I just feel like she snapped very quickly to an entirely different like fuck him. You're dead because you want to use magic, even though I've been using magic this whole time. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to even like consider the fact that you might be able to. Because you're Baneling. Granted, he's fucking crazy, and he thinks he's the creator, so it's not a bad thing. I'm glad he dies, but... Yeah. Yeah, it was the right thing for her to do, obviously. I just think that she saw how, literally, how absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. She saw that, recognized it, and put an end to it. And that was great. I thought it was a great moment. Don't get me wrong. It it's was just-, just that she flipped from something kind of not inconsequential, but like something small. Yeah. You know, okay, yeah, he's got the gift. You're using magic too. Shouldn't be a big deal. You knew he He's did. going power crazy, and he's saying the creator's a baneling, and, and, but, but here's something else. He does say she's a baneling. He does say mom's a baneling. And it yeah. seems like it was his intention to kill both of them. Oh yeah, she was okay. That's true so it too. wasn't that totally was just he was okay. You're the bad guy. I'll kill, like he was gonna kill. Yeah, it was a little self defense too. Yeah. Okay, that does make it better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Lunetta is 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 uh you know she's forgiven. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I wasn't really mad at her. I was just like there was no wavering before, but the self defense thing does count for a lot, I suppose. So knowing this can't be true, obviously, like we were just that talking about. That he's the creator and all that bullshit. Right. Lunetta sends rose-colored magic straight through Toby's heart, killing him instantly. All that happens just as Gale enters the room. Now, I'm going to back up just about 30 seconds and read this again. Lunetta kills Toby with the rose-colored magic just as Gale enters the room. Kaylin sees Gale and thinks, oh, fuck no. So Kaylin grabs Toby's sword in an effort to get Gale, but Gale is too slow. And Gale slits Lunetta's throat after calling her, of course, a Streganicha. Yeah. Right? Then Kaylin is able to stab Gale. And that is when Addie reveals that she's actually an undercover cop and she knows where the diamonds are. Or shit, what? that's Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, this scene was great. One person kills another person. Another person kills that person. All and the bad guys a third are dead. Person, yeah, boom, 30 seconds, it's all done, and you're like, oh shit, that was easy. Mm-hmm. But it's using the, the quad theory. 
that we talked about, if they turn on each other, then they are way less powerful. It was a little sad because, I mean, you wanted Luna to be alive for a little while so you could, like, chit-chat with her. Yeah, I feel after turning on Toby, there was hope for her. I feel like all along she was just repressed and treated like shit and she, like, could have, you know, she just needed some nice people and not her fucking fucked up brother. A little bit of acceptance probably would have gone a long way. You know, and and people... we have to go to the beer break. And so I, I want to get into the beer break. But um, I think it just kind of points out a little bit that somebody might have some extreme ideas. But I believe, in general, people know right from wrong. Whether or not that stops them from doing anything is another <laughs> matter entirely. But they know what it is. And sometimes, in certain situations, that calls to people... You know, like, just because they know. Mm-hmm. And Lunetta sees what Toby's doing, and he, she recognizes that it's fucked up, and she can't let him just do that. Yeah. Obviously, she's not going to let him kill her either, but I can't let you unleash the kind of hell that you want to on the world because it's not okay. And she kills her own brother to stop that. And oh. I think that's commendable. And had she lived, there would have been hope for her being a good guy. I agree. I know we have to go to the beer break. And maybe this is something we talk about in a um, separate time. But, like, what would what would be the life if Toby did not die? Like, he just wants to end magic, but now he's magic. Anyways, okay, let's go to beer break. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yes. All right, which one are we drinking today? It's It's all the way over in the fridge. Jade's going to have to run because I did not pause the recording oh, God damn it. after she specifically asked me to pause. God damn it, mate. I'm sorry. Okay. We have to decide. Oh, not that one. Maybe that one? Maybe. All right, we've chosen. She has chosen. I'm going to put this down. It's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. Cheers, everybody. It is Friday. Wow, that's some weird can art. Okay, so there are two words other than the art, which has no such description. Okay, no, there is a description. It says Omnipalo, which is at the brewery. Oh, keep reading. And then the other word on the can is Argus. So I'm not sure which one is which or where it's from. Brewed and packed by 12% North Haven, Connecticut for Omnipalo. Well, there's the answer. It's the brewery. This is a chocolate hazelnut toast spread imperial stout with hazelnuts added, clocking in at a fucking strong 11% by volume. And it's hazelnut, and I love it. And I can't... We I'm gotta, not a big fan of hazelnut, but I like the can, and it's yeah. 11%. So. We have to take a picture of this, because this is a really cool can. I like shiny stuff, and it's shiny. So you probably didn't even read the back. You're like, oh, shiny can. Well, we're taking yeah, that one home. That I is also, pretty much what happened. I also want to to say something, too, that this is a almost $10 can of beer. You keep you never used to look at the price tags when I, I bought beer. I don't know if I'm just getting older or what, but I'm I just every time I look at that tag... Maybe because at first we really incorporated price into the ones we were trying, and now we're like, I don't care what it is. I want to try it. 
And so now I've come are, home. Are we sure that wasn't the ten dollar sticker for the six pack? No, because they're all stickered individually. Mm. So this is a $9.69 beer. Well. And I should be ashamed of that, but I'm not. (laughs) I'm just aware. But okay, here we go. Okay. More chocolatey than hazelnutty, for sure. Good. Not like the coffee. Sweet, but dark. It doesn't smell like... But yeah, see there, there I it can is. Taste the booze. <laughs> she had a cartoonish reaction. The uh, eyes closed, taste. the head swivels <laughs> like whoa. <laughs> I can taste the imperial. You can taste the imperial for sure. No, this is really good. I, I, they have hazelnut all over the place in the description, but it's definitely more chocolate than anything else. But there's a bunch of wow, eyes. Wow, that's in, an interesting in like flavor. Holographic patterns on the front. Hmm. I don't know how to describe that. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we're not going to get another one of these, I don't think, um, because this one's strong as hell. We are going to continue to drink this, but we will be back right after this. Boop boop. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Are you surprised? I knew you were going to say that, and yet the second you said it, I was like, oh, wow, she's going all in. <laughs> yeah, we're here, and um, we have our beer. It's at so 11% beer. It's get really fucking, fucking ready, <laughs> right? Yes. Put me in a stupor. So, Anne and Zed, that's who we're with now, by the yes. way. We have switched characters super seamlessly throughout the break. going to more until we yeah. get to the climax of the book, definitely. Yeah, but we're doing it great. Like, it's, you know, it's in section. Yeah, anyways, Zed and Anne <laughs> are sneaking down to the vaults. They are in the palace now. Just like I said, they were super farting close, so now they're there. Everybody is in the palace. Did you just say they were super farting close? No, I said <laughs> fucking. I would never say farting. That is such a weird thing to say. <laughs> and now I'm self-conscious because now I feel like I said it in a way that sounded like that. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not no, mean... I'm sorry to everyone if that's what happened. <laughs> they were super far close. <laughs> Look how much joy you gave us, though. But they sneak down to the vaults because they're in the palace just like everybody else. And now Anne is fucking killing pregnant sister Becky because she's down there and she tells Zed that this is all his fault when he objects because what was she supposed to fucking do? She assumed that all the sisters of light are out because that was her directive and she had no way of checking on this at all. So she had to fucking kill her and the baby inside of her because, you know, we're not going to perform like a C-section and try and save her right now. Because of what Zed did. Zed prevented her from like verifying that all the Sisters of the Light were out of the palace. With the journey book. 
So yeah. she has no choice but to assume that Becky is the sister of the dark and she needs to be killed. She actually tells Zed that he condemned her to death by what he did. Right. But he, it's kind of weird because after she says this, after all the, the fire and brimstone that he was talking about earlier, he's like, well, I didn't actually mean like that. Yeah, no, they go back and forth for a moment, but eventually Zed is like, okay. <laughs> we're yeah. here now. What do you want me to do? Yeah, and Anne is like, okay, we're in the middle of a bifurcated. Bifurcated. That is a fancy word for split. I figured. Yep, that's all it is. Yeah. It's got two parts, two sides. Seems harder two to say than it should be. You know, I looked, because I searched it, I'll be honest. I assumed it's high, it's it's uh capitalized. Yes, big word. But yeah. because it has by on the beginning of it, I knew it had something with like two two sides or something like that. Split, you know, whatever. But I was like bifurcated. So other than that, I have no idea if maybe furcated or furcate was something and all it means is split. That's it. It's just a what do they call it? Expensive word. Yeah. Sounds fancy. Sounds complicated. Luxurious word. Yeah. What we could just be saying, it's a split web. Yeah. It's got two sides. And it is the spell that allowed Anne and Nathan to live almost a thousand years each. And it's located in the bedrock underneath the palace. That's why they're down there. And Anne wants Zed to destroy it. That's why we're here. That's why she's been trying to piss him off. It's the whole fucking point. And Zed's like, um, what? Like a cartoon. He blinks like a fucking cartoon character for a minute. And then he's right. like, no, I'm not going to kill everybody here. And nope. I'm mad about you killing Becky because the truce only applied to sisters coming to the new world to find boys. Not me coming to the fucking old world and destroying your shit. Right. So That's not what I was talking about. Yeah. I'm like rethinking what I said earlier. And um, that was just a passionate outburst. I'm sorry. I was just being like a little mad and I'm not going to kill everybody. It's fine. This is like a work of art. He actually really appreciates the spell that was put on this palace, by yeah. the way. I mean, it's 3,000 years old. It was put there by wizards that he admittedly cannot match the power of. Yeah. These guys were doing some crazy shit back in the day, and he could only hope to come close to something like that. Yeah. So he just stands there, and he's like, no, I'm sorry. I was being a little rash. My passion was ruling my reason, and now I got my reason back. So this is, this is a cool place. I'm not going to ruin everybody's life. He makes a comparison about like about a mouse changing his lifespan to its lifespan and how it would yeah. seem cruel to him and like murder to him if that happened. So him doing that to the sisters would be super fucking cruel and he doesn't want to fucking do that. I get that. And I also get that if they've been at the palace for a very long time, they have grown accustomed to the way that they age. However, being at the palace is the thing that's making you stay, like, age slowly, right? Just mm -hmm. being there. But that, I guess the argument would be that that's not a natural life. It's what you're used to. It feels natural to you, but you're still a human being. You're going to get about 100 years tops, and that's going to be that. Well, and we're not talking about the quality of life of these people either, staying in a palace. Like, they get to leave for a little while sometimes. But seeing the same people in and out, I don't know. 
It's a weird existence, not being able to leave the palace walls most of the time. Like, you can see the sunlight, yeah. and but- I mean, palaces are big. Yeah. But they don't, it, like, okay, the People's Palace, they say it's as big as a city. But that's one city. Imagine, wherever you guys are right now listening to this, this is the city you're going to live your entire life in. Yeah, you never get to leave. You never get to leave the city. Maybe for a or week. Or occasionally, Yeah. yeah. Not no 20 years, yeah. you know, like Fernagat, but yeah, you might have a no one vacation. No real experiences in your life. Right. One vacation for the rest of your life. You get one. Is that a life? I guess is is a- Yeah. Other than that, yeah. you're just there. Yeah. So Anne suggests that she could use the collar to force Zed to fucking do this. Okay, and then Zed's like, dude, you don't understand the test of pain that I went through to become a first wizard. So uh, go ahead, bitch. (laughs) Do your worst. I dare you. Frustrated at this point, Anne's like, I did everything I was. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's 11 percent kicking your ass, too, huh? (laughs) Ditto. So frustrated at this point, Anne says, I did everything I was supposed to fucking do. The prophecy says only the anger of a wizard can bring down the palace. And I've done everything I can to make you mad. I've been fucking taunting you this whole way. And Zed drops a pretty badass line at this point. Being Love like, it. you've been playing me for a dancing frog, but this frog don't dance unless he knows the tune. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Finger shake, head yeah. waggle, all of it. He's got the sass. <laughs> I don't know why, like, tune, obviously, that's used for a song, but the the word tune threw me off. I, I felt it would have been much more badass to be like, I don't dance unless I know the song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't sing unless I know the words. But he's he's, he's got to have a little tinge of weird because he's that. Little tinge of weird, little tinge of older, I yeah. think. Cause, because he said tune. So yeah. I don't hate it at all. Yeah. I love the line. I was like, fuck yeah, Zed. Get her. <laughs> so Anne decides it's finally time to tell him the truth. Even though she could have done this from the start. I mean, we know that she was trying to antagonize him because she... Thought that's how she had to, because it had to be righteous yeah. fucking anger. But she decides to tell him the fucking truth. Jagang is a dreamwalker. He'll take control of his sisters to use prophecy. He's going to learn how to win this war by, you know, using the pro- said prophecy. Right. And then set up shop here in the pop to rule for fucking eternity. And again, Zed comes through with another banger. Why the fuck didn't you tell me that in the first place? Yeah. Just like we were saying. Dude, you could have saved everybody so much time. Like, but we talked about this when this happened. Zed, say, hey, I need to get to my grandson, Richard, who is the seeker and is kind of pitted in battle against this asshole over here that you just so happen to be fighting as well. We're not enemies. We're on the same side. What the fuck is happening right now? And Anne could have done the same. Look, We've known for thousands of years and haven't said anything yet that Jagang is coming here. He's going to take advantage of this place and this spell and make life for everybody else really fucking bad. And we can't let that happen. Let's work together. Now, yeah, well, and just the fact that it's in your way of doing what you want is going to piss you off anyways. Right. Like, yeah. But like they they need a mad. That's the only thing. And I get yeah. that. But 
we know that prophecy doesn't always turn out the way you think it's supposed to. You know what I mean? But Anne has guided prophecy before, so she thinks she knows how to do it. <laughs> okay, well, that's a fair point. And not that she doesn't know what she's doing. I just, if everything else lines up that way to where you guys, you know, like you're on the same page with this guy, you just need his help. Talk to him. Yeah. Figure it out. It could have, it could have been so much easier. We got there in the end. I suppose that's what's important. Yeah. But like. But maybe she could use yeah. the journey book. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The reality oh, yeah. is at this point, Anne is desperate. She has to make sure that Degane doesn't take the Palace of the Prophets. This is, of course, a huge fucking turn on to Zed. Or, I mean, it makes him super respecter. <laughs> so, oh, ooh, you're desperate, you say. Swing, swing. Desperate and powerful, just how I like him. So he tosses his wizard rock onto the ground. Wizard's rock onto the ground. And Is that what it was? Yeah. For real? Yeah. He gets all, ooh, this lady, and suddenly his rock hits the ground. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. do not think that that is a, uh, a metaphor for something? Well, we know he uses the, the rock for, for plenty of shit. So <laughs> Him and Addie were doing some stuff with the rock. But it, it reappeared. <laughs> I just want to say. It's so much better. The last time we saw it <laughs> was then when he was doing some fucking shit with Addie. And now... Mm-hmm. Here's the rock. And we know that he's not necessarily tied down with Addie. I've heard people say, though, like on the Facebook page, they've been like, what happened to the rock? So I'm going to try and keep like a line of when we see it. Is this the last time we see it? Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm we know sure... it's in his pocket right now. Well, no, he throws it on the ground. He throws it. Well, yeah, he but he's got it. throws it on the ground. He's got it with him, though. Yeah. He and I, has the rock in his possession. And I'm like, we'll get to the rest of the chapter, but I'm like 90% sure he picks it back up when he leaves here. There's no reason for him to leave it. One should assume. So we know that Zed has it on him at this point in the third book. Okay. Note made. Maybe I need to make like one of those, uh, what do you call them? Like a line, line chart? Is that what they're called? Timeline chart? Timeline, yeah. Okay. (laughs) There's a lot we could keep track of. (laughs) Anyways, he tosses the rock on the ground and they finger tots to make sure that it's big enough. He actually spins. I just thought it would be funny to watch him. (laughs) He tells Anne to leave the area. She goes to hide with Holly, who is still hanging around, by the way. I totally forgot Holly was even a fucking thing at this point. Yep, still here. Who's ex- By the way, did did she get the fleas when Zed gave them to... Uh, she wouldn't, right? Zed would have just gave them to Nathan and Anne. I, f- I mean, I don't know. I think if there's a recognition that Holly is there but an innocent in this, he probably would have had them leave her alone. But at the same time, he might have just given them to everybody in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just infest all the beds. There. Fuck Life y'all. sucks now because you have me here. Yeah. Just trying to make it as bad as possible. So, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I would like to think that Zed didn't give Spared literal yeah. fleas to, <laughs> to an innocent little girl. But, yeah. Well, and I don't think maybe she did. Because she says that Zed yells a lot and he says bad words, but she likes him. So, yeah. so she doesn't have a good reason to not like him. Right. 
See, you can say words that are bad and still have it be enduring. That's Deering. right. Hmm? <laughs> I that, can say words that not was bad also endearing, that, are, JD. that are just me being bad at vocabulary and have that be okay, too. Yeah, you're bad at words, but you're cute as hell. You know that? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but also, yes, you can swear and it's okay. It was in the book. The book says. Yeah. I thought this was interesting because this is about, as far as I remember, as close as Terry gets to saying, okay, because we know he doesn't like swearing, right? He probably would not be a, a big fan of this podcast, even though we're fans of his. Love you, Terry. But, but like, that's kind of him saying, yeah, I prefer to not swear. Other people can swear. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But it's not the best. Yeah. And it's not necessarily abandon what he believes because we had the whole thing about Burdine. Like, like apparently she is a, a lesbian Mord Sith, mm-hmm. or at the very least, bi. Not one hundred percent sure, but she's no, in I love. No, I don't think she wants the dick. That's okay. That's it's fair. It's been bad. So, but but she she falls in love with another woman, and Richard's like, I don't like it. I don't approve of it. But like, whatever, it's fine. It's not what I believe, but you do your own thing. Yeah. Which is good. And so that is kind of like Zed. He fucking swears all the time. And Richard's, no, I'm sorry, it's not Richard. It's Holly. But she's saying, yeah, I mean, he swears, but I like him. It's, it's very he's much. He's okay. It's very much like there's a, uh, we would watch a Doom Patrol. And there's an episode with a little girl who's describing other members of the Doom Patrol. And oh, she talks yeah. about Cliff. And she's like, he's got all the cars. And he says all the pretty words. The pretty words. They're, they're, <laughs> they're not good, but yeah, it's funny. So Anne must have dozed off because Zed comes back and wakes her up and tells her that they have to fucking go. He's like, dude, I got the light web constructed, but I can't set it off. So the people who constructed this had subtractive magic. Zed does not. So he cannot, like, light the fire. He can build it up real high. can't make it go. Sorry. Yeah. The trap is set. It's waiting. But somebody else has to press that match to the the fucking proverbial whatever. You Uh know? Elbows. Uh, uh, somebody with subtractive uh, and additive magic. Do we do we not know who we're fucking with, with anger? Couple people. Oh yeah. Well yeah. With the anger, still a couple people. Uh, Kondar happened. She was pretty pissed when that happened. Has to be a wizard with like the okay, prophecy says. Okay, then we're down to one of two. <laughs> the prophecy says a wizard has to come. And destroy the palace with his fucking anger. Oh, And yep. now Zed's saying it has to be somebody with subtractive magic. And that somebody is in the fucking palace. I don't know who it might be. <laughs> now, does Zed know that Richard has subtractive right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You seem pretty hoppy <laughs> on that. Okay, so he does. Yeah, because Kayla did her whole cloud fucking conversation time with him and then came back and reported to Zed about all of it. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's aware. They haven't talked about it. No letters have been sent. Like, (laughs) You're so mad about the letters thing. I just can't believe like all this shit has happened and I don't know. They just, there's been no contact and (laughs) yeah. 
<laughs> yeah? Is that all? Yeah. I'm okay. upset about it. <laughs> but, okay, so since Zed couldn't set the fucking thing off, he did booby trap the hell out of it. So, because we couldn't blow this place up, I am going to make sure whoever goes in there and fucks around does get, like, severely messed up. It's not going to be a great time for anybody who's hanging out in the vaults. Yeah, they'll figure it out soon enough. They'll want to abandon that idea. They will not want to hang out in there. But it's, it's like, just literally the best we can do for right now. And we got to go, because we can hear that shit is going down. Starting to pop off. Outside. Yep. And... This is where things start to get confusing. I'm not going to go super deep into it, but during the next chapter, we keep hearing this too, that stuff is happening around everybody that we know is there. And I think when I first started listening, I thought it was the other people we heard about, but it's not just like our people. Shit is going down. Yes. Yeah. Something has begun, unbeknownst to some of these uh, characters. Now we know that Jagang is on the way. Mm-hmm. That he his arrival is imminent. It will be, could be any second now. Literally, he could be here right now for all we know. But last we knew, everybody was cool with it until Ulysha was like, "Now we're on Rawl's side." So everybody seems to be on Richard's side, but there's no reason to think that they would be fighting Not at this point yet. Right. Right. But there is fighting happening. So. On the next episode, we'll talk more about that. If you want to hang out with us <laughs> next week, otherwise, you can find us at our Gmail at podcastatt at gmail.com or on Facebook. What? Oh, never mind. You totally said it right. I was like, no, that wasn't it. But you, you got it right. Thanks. Okay. I'm an idiot <laughs> I was and like, what? I apologize. Everything is cool and good. Also, on Facebook and all the other social meds. At Podcast ADT and uh, Patreon. We do stuff over there. We're trying to really try and boost that up and do all sorts of more fun things over there. That's right. And, and actually, we might as well tell them what we are up to. After we record this episode, after we record it, we're recording it right now. Yeah. After we finish recording this episode, Jade and I are going to pick out a couple of things that we spoke about during this episode. And we are going to go a little bit deeper. And just chit-chat. Yeah. I, I've said chit-chat a lot this episode. So I'll, say, I'll probably it's say okay. that some more. And then, and then, no, we're going to have a yeah. chit. Just chit. Just a chat. Chit's super yeah. cool. And that's going to be over on Patreon, just that's as soon right. as we can upload that, along with this one. So that's if right. you want to join us over there, that would be great. Otherwise, uh, we just can't wait to see you guys next week. Or hear, have you guys hear us? Because... Because we don't see you, but you hear us. It's a weird thing that we have going on, but we love it. (laughs) Speaking into the void. Yeah, (laughs) That's right. Thank you guys very, very much for listening. See you real soon. (laughs) Bye.